Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. I'd say beer is near the top of things Wisconsin is known for. But what about what goes into beer? I'm talking about hops. Hops are the flowers that are used for bittering, flavoring, or stabilizing beer. Hops really give beer its flavor and aroma. Matt Jansen is the sales manager at the Wisconsin Hop Exchange. He shares some details on the demand for Wisconsin-grown hops. For a while, uh, demand over the past few years was kind of outpacing our supply or ability to keep up with uh, the levels it was rising at. And then obviously last year took a huge hit. Breweries didn't have a lot of confidence, especially going into the winter. So we that's where we saw our biggest hit on the supply side. But it has slowly been growing back. We're still not at the level that we were at prior to the huge drop-off, but it's been pretty consistently building. What about consumers? Are consumers interested, the ones that are drinking the beer, not making the beer, do they want Wisconsin hops? There's kind of a disconnect between uh, what consumers understand uh, has Wisconsin hops in it or what they attribute to local beers. So local craft brewers uh, can get their hops from anywhere. So that's kind of our push to work with the brewers and uh, getting the supply to local hops. As far as consumers, I think a lot of them assume that they're getting it and they may not be at the time. So the demand is there for consumers. I just don't think it's directed directly at us currently. I guess I've also been reading too that international demand is up in general for hops. I know the northwestern part of the U.S. is kind of takes on that role as like where the hops are coming from. But does Wisconsin export, and what do exports look like? We do not export. So just to give a kind of background, there are about 65,000 acres of hops in the U.S. Uh, 40 to 50,000 are in Washington. Uh, Wisconsin has 50 acres. So we don't, we don't export. We work directly with local breweries. Uh, all About 95% of our hops stay within the state. Um, we're going to cross the border into Chicago and Minneapolis with those um, local-focused breweries that are hyper-local-focused. It's such a small, it's a small commodity in Wisconsin, but does it have an impact at all? Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, so we're looking at 10 to $12 per pound for hops, and uh, when you're purchasing that from a local producer, uh, that's going right back to a farmer that is interested in beer already um, in the community and spending that on local uh, implements and putting dollars back into uh, those organizations that kind of support their goals. And so, um, and right here, I mean, all the sales support uh, my position and the Wisconsin Hop Exchange to keep going. So, I mean, that's that's another job right there that um, local sales of hops is supporting. So the next time I buy a beer, I need to keep you in mind. I have to support Matt (laughs) and the Wisconsin Hop Exchange. No, but how do we find beer that has Wisconsin hops? Do you guys have like a logo or a specific, I don't know, symbol on something that we can easily seek it out? Yeah, so um, a lot of the breweries that we work with, mainly the brew pubs where you're going to get food uh, in addition to your beer. Uh, On their menu, they'll probably put um, a little hop logo Uh, We don't have a standardized one deployed across the state yet, but 
working towards that. And, um, yeah, just ask your brewer where they're getting their supplies from. If they're not sure, then it's probably not from us. And they are pretty adamant and excited to say that they're getting local Wisconsin hops if they are. Man, I kind of want to switch things over to what's happening in the field right now. I don't know anything about growing hops, and I was wondering if you could give us a crop report, um, including, you know, what stage are hops in right now? The life cycle of hop, they start uh, growing up in spring. A training date is set around the middle of May uh, where they're cut back to the ground, and then they start uh, wrapping themselves up a trellis that is about 18 feet high. So you got 18-foot rows of hops that are vines. They're wrapping themselves around, and they're not vines, so they're not, like, sucking onto it. So those vines are 18 feet high. Right now, we just reached top wire is kind of the terminology, and they are in a late burr stage, beginning flowering. And those flowers are actually what go on to be processed and turned into bitterness and aroma. So we can expect harvests in er, mid-September, early September? It kind of depends by variety. Uh, You're looking at mid-August to mid-September for harvest. But right now, things are looking great. Disease pressure seems relatively low. Insects are present, but not a huge presence of Japanese beetles, at least in the south, which is our main enemy. Seems like they've dissipated lately, and it's too early for mites right now. All the nutrients are in. We got about 100% of the nitrogen is down at this point because they're really doing their uptake right now. Just monitoring for disease and giving them plenty of water because we've been short. Yeah, how has the weather this growing season impacted the crop? So there was a late frost, and so that kind of stunted the growth a little bit across the state. Uh, They've generally recovered from that, but you can kind of see scarring on the leaves and where that happened. But, yeah, they've they've recovered, and most hops have drip irrigation or at least some irrigation system within it. So we're able to maintain the amount of water that they would need for the transpiration, but they have definitely been applying more than uh, prior years. How do people interested in growing hops get into it? It's a pretty complex setup just to get started. I would say that they could reach out to wisconsinhopexchange.com. There you'll find my contact information, and I can put them in touch with uh, growers who are already doing it. But you're going to need basically telephone poles spread out over your yard that you're planning on. And those are going to hold up basically airline grade cable that'll hold up an entire 18 foot trellis system uh, over top of about 900 plants. And so there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into getting set. But once you got that up, we could definitely use some more growers. That's for sure. Is it worth the cost of setup in the end? So it's about $10,000 an acre for initial infrastructure. Generally, uh, people will start lower than that, maybe with a quarter of an acre, get their handle on how to treat and work and make the hops happy, and then they can start expanding from there. And then we've been starting to provide recommendations for varieties to get more aligned with what brewers are looking for. Does the Wisconsin Hop Exchange have any upcoming events? So at the Wisconsin Hop Exchange, we are currently preparing for uh, Brewer Field Day, where we've invited quite a few brewers to Fitchburg to tour hop yards and a hop harvesting facility. And then we're actually going to be doing a sensory analysis class to hone in on the sniffer and figuring out what kind of scents you're going to get from hop cones. Awesome. Matt, well, is there anything else that you wanted to add? 
the the most important thing you kind of hit on was figuring out where your beer is coming from and uh, if they are using local hops, uh, where those are coming from, and maybe even getting out to a hop yard and uh, checking it out before you start planning and getting ready to uh, harvest. You heard it from Matt Jansen, the sales manager at the Wisconsin Hop Exchange. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.